Maybe big data has gotten too big. Whether you're a B2B marketer or a consumer brand, your data needs to be viable, relevant, and accessible so that Starista can help you retain customers, acquire customers, and make it personal. Welcome to the Marketing Stir Podcast by Starista, probably the most entertaining marketing podcast you're going to put in your ear. I'm Ben, the producer here at Starista. The goal of this podcast is to chat with industry leaders and get their take on the current challenges of the market. And we'll have a little fun along the way. In today's episode, Kim Morales, Vice President of Marketing at Hawkers, chats with AJ and Vincent about how using multiple media channels to tell the company's story and establish awareness helps increase engagement. Give it a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Starista's The Marketing Stir. I am your host, Vincent Petrofessa, the Vice President of B2B Products and Partnerships here at Starista. It's so good to be talking to you. You'll notice my voice a little raspy. That is because I coach my son's little league team and he's six and just talking and talking, get in line, get in line. No, don't pick the daisies. Don't blow the dandelions. Don't just pay attention. It's a lot. And then I sound like this. So thank you to downtown little league for, you know, making me sound like this, but I manage, I volunteer. I help out with the children. It's so good to be talking to you, everyone. If you don't know who Starista is, we are the people behind the marketing stir. Let's talk about us for just like 15 seconds. We are a marketing technology company. We own our own business to business data, business to consumer data. We help companies utilize that technology to get to those people with email marketing, display, connected TV. We help you get new customers. Email me at Vincent at starista.com. That is how confident I am. I just gave you my email address and boy, do you use it sometimes for the purpose I just read a lot of times for your own purpose, but it's okay. It's working. That means you're listening. It's all good. What else is good? My co-host, he's with us. He's back. He's been, I feel like he's, he's up in his haircut game. I'm very proud of him. Ladies and gentlemen, my co-host, the CEO, of Starista, Mr. AJ Gupta. What's going on, AJ? Hey, Vincent. I had a, somewhat of a crazy weekend. Well, I, I don't know about crazy. We were uh, waiting on a tennis tournament and it was uh, raining. And so essentially there was an open bar while we waited for the courts to dry. Luckily, the courts <laughs> never dried. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one was dry. Yeah, no one was dry that day. Everyone yeah, was drinking. Yeah. It turned out to be a fun, uh, Fun Sunday, but I have decided I'm going to take a 30-day break from drinking. What do you mean? Wait, when am I hanging out with you? I'm hanging out with you in uh, less than 30 days, like day 27. I'll I'll, I'll make an exception. We'll make it 27 days. Yeah, like 20 days. Like, yeah, it's like 30 days. I immediately thought of myself and was selfish. I'm like, no, if you, (laughs) I was like, no, if you want to not drink, that's okay. No, it's, uh, yeah, yes, you do you. You can still hang out with me. You know, people don't need to drink. Uh, but yeah, so that was the weekend. Now, my weekend was just like hanging out with the family. I coach Little League and uh, it's a mix of like t-ball and coach pitch, corralling. I really learned my, I really honed my leadership skills coaching 14, six-year-olds. And uh, this is my voice. I feel like every weekend after my voice is just like this. Uh, and then I get it back on like Tuesday. But anyway... But yes, it is uh, 
It's good to be here. Sarista, great. It's, you know, our teams, we've announced on a couple of the podcasts and acquisitions, slowly meshing together some of the teams. It'll take some time, but we're proud of that. And I will see you in less than 30 days. We're uh, representing. Tell people out there where we're going, AJ. We know what's the, what's the big event that we're going to be attending for Sarista. Yeah, so Winston and I will be representing Starista at the uh, Fast 100 Asian American Award, which is uh, given to uh, Asian American owned companies, uh, the 100 fastest growing in the country. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and that is it. And that's a testament to that uh, gentleman that you're hearing right there, Mr. AJ Gupta. But yeah, that should be fun. AJ, we've got a fun, fun show. I love talking to companies like this that are emerging and it's cool and uh, delicious as well. Like, what do you mean, Vincent? What do you think? That's, that's a weird hint, but we're going to get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an amazing guest today. She is the vice president of marketing at Hawkers. Hawkers Asian street food. Have you heard of it? Maybe you have. You certainly will. Ladies and gentlemen, a warm marketing sir. Welcome. Kim Morales. What's going on, Kim? Hi, Vincent. How are you doing? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. Doing awesome. Uh, my friend who went to the University of Florida also told me to tell you, go Gators. Go Gators. Yes, go Gators. Love to hear <laughs> at least a, a Gator friend adjacent, if not Thanks. a Gator themselves. I am. I am. You know, uh, Florida Gators represented a few high draft picks this year. They're they're doing well. I was just down in Gainesville. I was just there, yeah, for the first time. That same friend got married, and uh, she went there. Her dad was an alumnus, uh, alumnus, yeah, they, alumni, they, they, alumnus. Yeah. yeah, they bleed orange and blue. It sounds like they they do. I was there. Uh, got to peek into that big, beautiful stadium. But I was there for spring break. Like no one was around. Yeah, it was like, uh, I was like, this place seems dead. I don't, <laughs> it, does, it doesn't look like that on the television. It's like, oh, it's spring break, sir. I'm like, oh, awesome. But yeah, it was great to be down there. Kim, let's get right into it. I want to talk to you. You and I had uh, already met and chatted. I love this story. But for, for people who don't know, tell people about Hawkers and your role within the organization. Of course. So... Hawker's Asian Street Food um, is a restaurant company that was created 12 years ago. Uh, four friends connected over their love of food and travel across Asia, and they were enjoying life and heading back to Orlando and realizing none of those flavors that they were tasting across their, their Asian travels were being uh, replicated in Central Florida. So many of our founders, um, we have four main founders, four, uh, three of them are Asian and grew up with their families cooking these beautiful dishes at home, which is full of so much flavor. So um, the four of them got together and decided that, you know, we should open a restaurant. Why not? We, we want to have these Asian flavors here back at home. So uh, they found a restaurant space on Mills Avenue in Orlando in March 2011, and the first Hawker's Asian Street Food opened. And there, within a day, there were lines around the block, and they knew they had something. Um, and their 
their wish for this delicious food um, was also something that many people in Orlando and now people in seven states with 13 locations are also getting to experience and enjoy. So we are, are thrilled to be one of those fast growth restaurant companies, which isn't the case for, for all restaurants, but we feel like we have the, the right mix of um, food service and vibe to, to keep growing and planning to triple our growth, hopefully at least over the coming years. Yeah, no, that, that's amazing, uh, Kim. And, and that's what, one of the things that struck me when you and I talked is, you know, growth and restaurant business right now, right? You know, coming out of the pandemic. And also, let me just add that that's an amazing story, Asian-owned. AJ's Asian owned company was kind of just like we talked about at the beginning. That's awesome. We love hearing that. Keep up the great work all around there. Kim, we always like to ask how people got started in marketing. But before that, just tell us about some of the role that you have there as as the VP of marketing. Tell me about some of your day to day, what you're responsible for. You know, is it scoping out some additional locations? Is it uh, marketing the current restaurants. Talk to me about it. Right. So as in my role, I'm responsible, any marketer is responsible for driving sales and traffic uh, into the restaurant. So I lead a team of savvy marketers who are managing everything from brand strategy to communications to creative. And we are ensuring that we're putting, you know, the hawker story in front of the right people at the right time to either get them to learn about us and crave us and want to come right in or people that have been to us before reminding them about us and um, making sure that we're on their next restaurant visit so using all of our tools at our disposal and and wonderful way that we communicate hawkers and continuing to to do that for all the you know throughout the calendar and and how'd you get started in marketing so I, you know, as I was growing up, I played a lot of music. So I played the piano, I played violin, I sang in the choir and um, good enough. Didn't really think I was good enough to make it a career. Uh, and honestly, I didn't really like practicing that much. So I felt like I would hold me back as a career choice. But when I got to to University of Florida, I was looking for a major that would take that creative aspect and, and help me leverage that in some way. So eventually fell into advertising. So this is creative. I, I can do this. I could be the next great art creative director. Um, and that my first intro to mass comm class the professor was like, you need to get an internship. So what did I do as the next great art director? I got an internship in media planning, which is really <laughs> the opposite, quite the opposite of being creative. Um, when you think about advertising. So I, um, at least a, a creative, a career in creative. So through the series of internships continued to work in media planning and buying, which I actually really loved. And, um, it, it's such a blend of art and science of advertising. And even when I was starting, um, in advertising, the, um, the science part of it was really hitting a new trajectory, digital media and marketing of the two thousands was, was just becoming a part of the the media suite of brands. So I, I really got into to that piece at the right time. And through those experiences, eventually landed a job with Bloom and Brands, um, which is headquartered in Tampa. And they are the uh, the owners of Outback Steakhouse, Carabas Italian Grill, 
uh, Flemings, um, and among others. So I was on the media team there for five years and eventually convinced the team at Outback that I could lead digital marketing for you guys. And I did. And since eventually found my way into leading all brand marketing for Outback. And when the opportunity at Hawkers came around, it was really the, the perfect timing. So I have, I think 12 or 13 years experience in the restaurant biz doing marketing and, um, a lot of, a lot has changed, but that was my, my path into marketing and eventually where I am now. Kim, I'm a big fan of Asian food. So if I have a, if somebody ever gives me a choice, I usually pick an Asian food place. So this is great. Um, would love to know, I have not had a chance to taste talkers yet, but I have been looking at the location. So next time I'm in Florida, I'll definitely uh, seek it out. But what makes it different from other Asian food chains? The, the, the premise of Hawkers is sharing Asian street food. So if you go to the streets of Asia, whether you're going to Singapore or Hong Kong or Japan, there are a plethora of street food choices and really the best food you're probably going to get in those cities is walking around the hawker stalls of those areas. So hawkers brought that um, into our four walls. And when you try the various flavors, it's not your typical going to a Chinese restaurant or, um, you know, other Asian, you know, where it's just one specific type of Asian cuisine where we're sharing all types of different Asian, Asian cuisines, mostly found through um, hawker stalls. And the way we ask people to, to share those experiences is through shared plates and, and sharing dishes. So you can get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, it, it's all about how can you try a variety of things and um, enjoy it the same way you would if you went into a hawker center uh, somewhere in one of those, those other Asian countries. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah, Vincent uh, loves uh, taking us to family-style Italian, so we'll look forward to hoppers one day. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you've been expanding quite rapidly over the last few years. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the marketing strategies that have contributed to the expansion? Absolutely. So we want to make sure we're understanding, does a market know about hawkers or do they not? So if we're in an area where they, they know us, then we want to continue to stay top of mind when they're thinking about where to eat out. But if they don't, we want to tell that story and tell this story of sharing Asian street food and why have we chosen these unique flavors to bring to, to new neighborhoods um, across the country. So establishing awareness, telling our story. And we're doing that through multiple media channels. We are heavily into social media. Our, our brand marketing team does an amazing job of building social content that resonates with our audience and is proven to be social first. And that's why it is working so well and both organically and through any paid media that we're doing. So we're first doing that. And then as we increase engagement, we're, we're sharing Asian culture, we're sharing our vibe, which is very unique to our restaurant. You're immersed in a Asian, um, you know, hawker center. The minute you walk in the colors, the sounds, 
the smells, the um, everyone, the hustle and the bustle. So we continue to make sure that every touch point we have, whether through our digital channels or once you hit hit the restaurant, um, we're continuing to give you the full 360 degree experience of Hawkers. And, you know, Kim, we talked about it before uh, in, in sort of the intro there. The restaurant business really uh, changed in the last few years. You know, how has Hawkers kind of adapted to some of those new challenges? Mm -hmm. And what would you say has been the biggest challenge? Well, I, I, I weathered the pandemic at a different restaurant company. And I think some of those challenges were, were similar as there was a huge shift to, to go and reduced in restaurant dining. And then it was labor shortages and supply chain shortages. So uh, a lot of waves of, of issues that restaurants have had to deal with, but Hawkers has done an amazing job of weathering all those issues, which is why we're still in the, in growth mode at this point. But I think, um, what Hawkers did was take a step back, manage the core business and then manage the shift to off-premises, both our own to go and third party. And that challenge is maintaining the quality of the experience that a guest would receive in the restaurant where to go was probably 10% of a restaurant's business, a casual dining restaurant, it then became 30% or more. So maintaining that business and uh, continuing to maintain the experience and how is it packaged? How is it getting to the guest? Uh, we have really great creative team that um, designed these beautiful to-go bags that has a, a game on the inside of the bag that you can play. So uh, we have Spotify playlists where you can play the the awesome music that you hear in the restaurant when you're at home. So some of those touches that continue to engage with our guests and give them that experience that um, they could have at home, even though they're not in the restaurant. And, you know, it sounds like also as an emerging restaurant, Jane, where, you know, you're adding new restaurants, you also have all that data based on what happened the last few years, what people are looking for nowadays. So I think that's that's a, an advantage as well. Kim, talk to me about yourself, meaning, you know, you were at a larger restaurant company, as you, as you mentioned, uh, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of locations, and now you're at one where you're growing. What, what was the draw that took you to Hawkers? The excitement of a growth brand um, and, and one that really was finding ways to connect with guests and consumers in a way that valued creativity and valued, um, you know, how to connect. So I, I really, it was, it was entrepreneurial in a way, you know, without me having to go out and find a, a job where I truly am an entrepreneur, cause that's much harder than joining, you know, a group of entrepreneurs themselves. So everything just kind of came together that, you know, blended creativity and, and, you know, that I mentioned before that led my decision to go into advertising and eventually marketing and just a fun and engaging brand and the people, of course, the, the people on my team are so smart and phenomenal. The leadership team is really, um, ready to, to move forward with this brand and, and take it to new places. And the four founders are still very involved, which is integral, I think in a high growth company. Um, it's hard to replicate if you don't have the 
the founders there. So at this point, it's exciting that everyone's still involved and eager and ready to, to grow this brand quickly. So it just was a ride I was ready to jump on. Is there a favorite campaign, marketing campaign that you've worked on? Um, I two come to mind. So I think for Hawkers uh, in January, it's it's January, February's Lunar New Year. And that is, um, you know, when, you know, Asian cultures, you know, celebrate, um, you know, their, their turn of the new year and so many wonderful um, elements go into that. And it is a tentpole campaign for Hawkers. And we created a really fantastic Lunar New Year cocktail that had a sparkler coming out of it. And it celebrated, um, you know, that time of year with beautiful colors and it's very exciting and vibrant, uh, celebration. And we jumped right into it and did these hung bows, which are, um, fortunes. And, and we'd use those as a, a sort of bounce back into the restaurant. So those are those red envelopes you see at that time of year. So gave those out along with the cocktails and the restaurants decorated themselves and had all kinds of bright and, and fun elements going into it. So not only was it fun and exciting, but it was a very successful campaign. So you got to love when, when something works that, um, you just love, and then your, your guests respond to it. Um, and then I think I would have to also mention when I was at Outback, we launched uh, a program called Teammates, where in 2021, when college students were able to take advantage of their name, image, and likeness, NIL, I'm sure you've heard of, and it launched in July of that year, and we jumped into it with Outback since there was such a love of college football among our guests, and it's still going to this day. And I, I loved working with it. Two of the initial athletes were drafted in the first round, um, in the draft a couple of weeks ago. So it was just exciting to see, you know, work with these athletes and have them be a part of this really interesting program, um, for, for Outback had such a rich history working in college football and to see these athletes go to the next level and truly, um, you know, be very successful, but it was a success, successful campaign for Outback as well. That's still going. So it was, it was kind of my, my little baby that I love to see continue to grow, even though after I left. And can influencer marketing a big part of the strategy for Hawkers as well? It is. Uh, I, I would say my team has become experts in influencer marketing. Uh, coming from my past, I, you know, it either worked or it didn't, depending on the campaign. But with Hawkers, man, our restaurants are so a wonderful canvas to take photos in and share them. The food is easy to share. The restaurants are fun and vibrant. So these influencers love to have them on their feed. So the programs our team has put together are very successful. Um, they're turning it into measure, measurable results. So not only do we get fantastic content that these influencers share at our restaurant, um, we are seeing results that are sometimes 10 X what we're, we're putting into it in terms of gained media value. So it's very authentic for us and it's something that will continue to grow and, 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 and do more of. And, and Kim, you were talking about some of the, you know, you and AJ, the influencer marketing, but let's talk about hawkers as far as the community. There, there's a lot of great 
things you're doing within the community and community involvement around those neighborhoods and those cities and those states. Talk to us a little bit about that. And is that kind of part of the overall strategy of Hawkers? Absolutely. We want to be a part of our neighborhoods and we want to be um, helping them grow as much as we can. Um, we look at each of our neighborhoods a little differently. We love to work with uh, foundations and and other brands that you know are, are similar to us because we feel like we're all in it for the, for the for similar reasons. But for example, we have a restaurant in Dallas in Deep Ellum, and we work very closely with the Deep Ellum Foundation to uh, continue to grow arts and culture in in that neighborhood, and you know, starting to grow more of our connecting to um, to other Asian. Uh, charities and cultures. Um, you know, the team was, you know, just did a, a launch event for um, AAPI month last week in our uh, Arlington, Virginia location with the Very Asian Foundation. So, you know, looking for one, either connecting on a local level or two, looking at organizations that can span all of our restaurants and help tell our story as we can help tell theirs. So that's been our, our strategy to this point. You know, and, and Kim, that's that's within the community. You you have uh, experienced that a lot of great companies. I'd love your take on the team, right? Talking about community and the restaurant now. Let, let's look internally. The team, team members. You know, in your experience, how do you kind of ensure your team members are valued and feel supported? Uh, and, and what strategies have you felt a bit effective during that time? Sure. Um, you know, I, as I said before, I lead a team of very savvy marketers and their, their creativity is, is fantastic. And I think for anyone to feel valued at their job or feel that they love what they do, it's finding the intersection between what you really love and what you're really good at. And I, I think that's, very true in this case. So um, that's when your best work comes through. So one, I think overall, I think my team definitely has that, you know, that, that, that part figured out, but, you know, finding ways for them to continue to be creative and enjoy what they do. Um, you know, having a say in, in, in how we're building our strategy and the programs that we do and, and, and harnessing that creativity. So once a week we get together and um, we're making sure that we connect. We're a hybrid uh, office environment. So whether we're together or we're in person or we're on a Zoom call, making sure that we're not just talking about the work, but we're learning more about each other. What went great for you this past week? What's We have a wild card question we ask every week that kind of like an icebreaker, but kind of a way to get, get to know a little bit more about each other as well. So um, I think if we continue to have fun and, you know, always keep the, the business business on the forefront, making sure that we're continuing to, to do what's needed by the business, but you know, that, that intersection of passion and, and, you know, what this team is good at, we'll continue to make sure that everyone's engaged and happy in what they're doing. And what's your favorite food at Hawkers? There are so many. <laughs> It is so good. I know you two haven't been able to try it, but call me the minute you're in one of our markets. We'll make sure you guys get the hookup. Um, probably, I have to say roti chinoy. Um, it is a Malaysian flatbread 
um, kind of has some croissant like qualities and yet you throw it on the flat top. So it's warm. And then it comes to the table served with a curry dipping sauce. That is a secret recipe from our brand chef, Alan Lowe, that no one knows, except I think for three people. Um, so honestly, I have no idea how the restaurants serve it. I think it's like served in like secret packaging, but the curry dipping sauce is just, you know, it's so much flavor and delicious and people would, you know, pour it on anything if they could. So it's just the perfect melding of, of flavors and, and, and delight. And, and it's, um, you know, a must have every time you go to Hawkers. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I might need some food right after this one. <laughs> I know we're talking at lunchtime. Not, not a good idea. <laughs> Kim, this is one of our uh, staple questions here. Uh, the, it's around LinkedIn. So I'm sure with your job title and all the places you've worked, you get a lot of unsolicited messages. What's the message that gets your attention and what's one that really annoys you? Um, I listen to your podcast and I see that, you know, everyone gets asked this questions. I've really been thinking about what's my answer, what's my answer going to be to this. And, you know, from being in advertising to marketing, yes, I get a lot of unsolicited messages and in, in all honesty, I do have to be in the market for your product to truly have an interest or be hearing a lot about it. Um, to, and, and. So, I mean, it, it, and we do get a lot of messages, you know, email as well as LinkedIn. So I, I think there's that at first. And I, I wish I'd say I had time to respond to everyone. Um, I just, I just don't. So um, I, I think if you are trying to like break through, um, you know, get, get your, get your answers right, you know, say the right things. Uh, if you need some help um, understanding what someone does who works in marketing in the restaurant industry, um, make sure your template isn't just a template. You know, get some advice on on what to put into that message that makes a stance that kind of sound like you know what you're talking about. And um, you know, I think with any marketing, it becomes down to you know that 360 degree approach. If it's not a product I've heard of, then Maybe your company should be doing some LinkedIn marketing and, and doing some, um, you know, ads at first and podcast uh, interviews and um, and ads. So I think it's it's building that awareness, especially if you're a newer product. Um, but I, I think that's if I'm interested or in the market for it, then I'll definitely I'll respond or send you to the right person. But um, and I think the ones I hate are the ones that are like, this has nothing to do with marketing. Did you really think the VP marketing should be the one you're sending this out to? Um, I mean, I guess you should know your market a little better. It's probably the ones I don't like, then I'm definitely not ignoring those because they're definitely down the wrong hole, wrong, wrong rabbit hole. Yeah, I, I love those answers. You know, uh, 10 minutes before we started this podcast, I received a call and it was a cold call. And uh, this, the person said, Hi, I just wanted to see if you're the person in charge of buying your company's marketing promotional pieces. And uh, I said, I am not. And they just paused. This was not a LinkedIn message, but uh, this just happened 10 minutes ago, uh, 10, you know, about 30 minutes ago. And he, he said, oh, uh, I said, well, who normally buys your products? Oh, the, you know, VPs of marketing. And uh, he said, I also checked with, I called someone else from your company uh margaret and she gave me the same answer i'm like i said your targeting is off 
uh, Margaret is a customer success representative. She <laughs> is account manager. I said, you need better targeting. Is like, um, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> that was the conversation. Ugh, Not, yeah, you know, uh, I feel bad for them. I think they just don't even know. Yeah, exactly. But, but I wasn't a, you know, I wasn't a jerk. Yeah, I, I answer, I answered the call and I was like, I think you just need, I said, why don't you go on our website? Uh, go on LinkedIn, look for our marketing executives and reach out to them. I, I wasn't like, Hey, you know, uh, he was like, do you ever have marketing, uh, uh do you order apparel? I'm like, yeah, I have it. I wear it all the time. I just, I'm not the one responsible for it. Uh, nothing in my title would allude to that, but research to the point. I love it. So, McKim, talk to us just a couple of questions before we wrap here. How does, you know, uh, what advice do you have for people trying to get into this industry? You, you've got, you're in this industry, you know, you're continuing to, you know, be awesome in this industry at amazing companies. What advice do you have? We have a lot of people, uh, students coming in. We have a lot of people who are at entry level listening to the podcast as well. We'd love to hear your advice. Well, I mean, I, I think that, of course, internships, getting experience, whether it's restaurant or hospitality. Um, there's a lot of relatable experience to restaurants. Retail even is very similar. The thought process behind the marketing is very similar. So getting internships, even ad agencies, I think are a great way in. It was the way I got into marketing. So I, I think one, if you're in school or close to, or just getting out of school, getting some experience with internships, of course, networking, you know, finding those answers, like you were just talking about and, um, if you don't know someone, then how do I find someone that works in marketing that, especially in a restaurant business? And then finally working at a restaurant, <laughs> there's, um, you know, especially when you're in college and you make some extra money and you think hospitality might be right for you. There, there's nothing like actual real world experience oh. and, um, learning the ins and outs of, of running a restaurant. Cause everything we do in marketing, we have to make sure that it can be executed in the restaurant. So um, that's great experience that anyone can get, I think in life, or if you wanna work at a restaurant marketing company. I, I, I agree. I think it's so it's so much easier now that, you know, where you could just, it's LinkedIn. This is so benefits of LinkedIn, right? Looking for an internship, looking for, uh, you know, advice. Uh, you know, if you're a student, reach out to someone and talk to them and say, hey, can I have like 15 minutes of your time? I'm trying to break into this industry. Nine times out of 10, that VP of marketing, CMO, they'll be willing to talk to you. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know what I did, AJ, when I was looking for an internship back in 1998, 99. It was, uh, it was tough. You had to know someone. It was uh, tough. I just dated myself. It's okay. Anyway, Kim, your hobbies. What do you like to do for fun? You're, you're, uh, you know, you're in Tampa, a lot of fun things to do there. It's, uh, you know, Champa Bay as they call it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, at least the last, you know, six to seven years, but you know, talk, talk to us. What do you like to do on the weekends? Well, I have two kids. So most of my life is, is, uh, revolved around them. I have a three-year-old and a 12-year-old and the 12-year-old is, pretty much at a sporting event or activity every day and every day of the weekend, especially. So watching, watching her play sports and trying to keep a three-year-old out of trouble is, is pretty much most of my hobbies and, you know, being in the restaurant industry, I love food. I love trying new flavors. So 
whenever we can, you know, try new restaurants and, um, yeah, helps me in my job, but it's also really fun at the same time. Yeah, no, I could definitely relate. I'm chasing around a three-year-old and dealing with a six-year-old and yeah, and dealing with a group of six-year-olds. And that's again, why I sound like this, but Kim, this has been amazing. We really appreciate it. Check out Hawkers, you know, and then they're in seven States right now, Kim. Yes, we are. So go to eathawkers.com and you can see all our locations and look at the look at the menu and you know start drooling and hopefully you're nearby and can and join us for for lunch or dinner. Um and follow us on on social at eathawkers eat, eat is all our handles. So That's awesome. Uh, at, at Eat Hawkers, that's amazing. That is Kim Morales. We appreciate her time. She's the Vice President of Marketing at Hawkers Asian Street Food. I'm Vincent Petrofessa. That's AJ Gupta. This has been another episode of The Marketing Stir. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The Marketing Stir podcast by Starista. Please like, rate, and subscribe. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, please email us at themarketingstir at starista.com. And thanks for listening.